Robert Anton Wilson. People think themselves into their relative neurological realities. In these realities, there are underlying assumptions about what is true and false, right and wrong, essential and not essential, real and fake. They think about the universe through the neurofilter of a Marxist, atheist, Christian, Buddhist, feminist, Democrat, Republican, protester, doctor, Caucasian male, African female, cynic, optimist, lover, fighter, bad son, good daughter, and on and on. People make constant assumptions about their identities and the identities of others. While it is easier to see the prejudices and biases in others, it is far more difficult to see the same inclinations within. Most people not only don't know, but they don't know what they don't know. Their reality appears to be the true one, while other people's realities, the further they diverge, seem increasingly bizarre and nonsensical. When the thinker is convinced of a given reality, then the thinker will unconsciously work to organize all evidence in favor of it being true. Signals that are consistent with a favor favorable or favored reality are absorbed into their overall model of reality while other signals are forgotten, ignored, rejected, rationalized, and resisted. Brains are made of matter and space-time. They weigh close to three pounds, are composed of a gel-like form, transmit ideas with electrochemical signals varying in innumerable neuronal sequences while suspended in cerebral spinal fluid. Brains generate many ideas, influenced by everything that impacted them or impacts them, from texts written a thousand years ago, to a drama on TV, to a fight with a sibling. Ideas are not equal to reality, but ideas can make up the models of a given reality. While brains resemble the hardware of a computer, ideas resemble the software. Anything from psychedelic drugs to an idea about political revolution to eating only a vegetarian diet can change the consciousness of a person. Certain programs can be written onto the hardware of the brain. Genetic imperatives and imprinting. Conditioning and learning. The mind is bound to what it imprints at vulnerable stages of its development. Its software turns into hardware over time which sets the structure for conscious thought. Out of an infinite number of signals in the universe, when a person's growing brain is imprinted at different stages of life, that person develops a sense of self. Further learning and conditioning adds to the structural foundation, thus creating a more intricate model of what reality is. In the oral Bio survival circuit, 
People are hardwired in the most primitive parts of their nervous systems to seek security, nourishment, and a womb-like sense of safety, while avoiding what is harmful, dangerous, and threatening. Domesticated primates, humans, are genetically hardwired to seek security within their family, immediate group, and tribe. They can be further conditioned to seek security in symbolic groups that they identify with, such as a country, a political party, the religion they were raised in, and so on. They can even transfer the security need onto symbols such as money, which in itself is of no value, you cannot eat money, except in the agreed upon value determined by other members of that particular group. As Robert Anton Wilson says, in traditional society, belonging to the tribe was biosecurity, exile was terror, and real threat of death. In modern society, having tickets or money is biosecurity. Having the tickets withdrawn is terror. Humans who do not belong to the same group are often recognized or categorized as outsiders and are perceived as hostile, aggressive, or challenging to that group's interests and purpose. Any element from a dissident person to an idea which threatens the security of the group is resisted and rejected. The emotional territorial circuit is involved with power. People are unconsciously in a struggle for status in a social group, and a tribe members fit into various roles with different responsibilities and functions. Some members assume top dog roles while others fall into bottom dog roles. These roles can be divided into the four quadrants of I'm okay, you're okay, I'm okay, you're not okay, I'm not okay, you're not okay, I'm not okay, you're okay, to use the terminology of transactional analysis. This model, among other similar models that represent the earliest imprinting and subsequent conditioning of one's ego role in society will vary based on how strong the imprinting is, how the dynamics of the group are in relation to the individual and societal structure, how well one can be conditioned out of robotically accepting an imprinted role, and so on. Furthermore, each of the quadrants, while convenient as a tool for practical use, can be divided into subtler categories with no end in sight. Nobody exists in one of the quadrants absolutely, but rather will fall on a spectrum between extremes, which shifts over time as one's nervous system changes. Humans, domesticated primates, use symbols and are used by symbols. These symbols include but are not limited to art, music, mathematics, maps, and words. Many symbols rule people's lives without their conscious awareness of them, such as with the wheel, the Roman road systems, the alphabet, agriculture, the state, and so on. Some symbols, such as words, have already assumptions about reality buried in them, suggesting certain psychological states, emotional tones, explanations of the physical universe, and references to innumerable aspects of what makes up existence and meaning and purpose. The semantic circuit makes distinctions out of raw experiences. It puts labels on life, dividing and subdividing, routine with categorization. 
Every generation adds information to the previous ones, reclassifying the outdated information of the past. New connections arise between what has existed before, leading to insights and knowledge. While entropy is an increasing disorder over time in a closed system, information is negative entropy, coherence and order, where understandings birth out of chaos. As information increases more rapidly, so does a recognition of patterns from a randomness of events. Over ever shorter spans of time, information is exponentially increasing, marking advancements in science, technology, music, art, and so on. People are still using their more primitive circuits, despite the so-called progress. They have evolved with the reptilian and mammalian brains of earlier epochs in time. The rational, semantic, or time-binding circuits can be manipulated easily by fear of outsiders, threats to their status and safety, criticisms of the authorities that they trust in, appeals to tribal loyalty at the expense of those who are seen as inferior, dangerous, alien to them, etc. While the first two circuits establish homeostasis in a civilization, the third circuit seeks higher states. The third circuit has always been controlled, partially or totally, by rules, taboos, prohibitions, laws, traditions, rituals, cultural games, most of which are unconscious, unstated, or seen as common sense. Those who are in power want to control third circuit insights and establish order because what is unknown and new and radical challenges the power structures already in place. There has always been fluctuations between progressive ideas and tradition, but as time increases, so does informational content. That informational content may support life, such as with the LGBT, environmental, black and feminist movements, recent medicines that treat diseases, scientific revolutions, and so on. At the same time, informational content could threaten to destroy all of life, such as with bombs, pollution, assault rifles, child labor, war between certain groups of domesticated primates over a sliver of territory, etc. Everything that has manifested in civilization from planes and trains, skyscrapers and roads and houses, nuclear weapons and clothes and microwaves birthed from ideas, connecting symbolically in various people's imaginations, developing, changing, self-correcting, evolving. From the manifestation of imaginations, people live with a potential for an unknown amounts of growth and destruction. In a world of limited resources, overpopulation, and institutions that seek to maintain their primate order with bombs, a manipulation of the third circuit, and ink excretions on paper to establish their power over land and water and air, there is another force that is accelerating. Information. From information there is a potential for high knowledge, liberation, and awareness. The socio-sexual circuit first awakens during adolescence at the onset of puberty. At this most vulnerable stage in human development, sexual preferences, taboos, dysfunctions, and fetishes have the highest chance of being imprinted. These imprints can be due to chance, trauma, genetics, and environmental influences. People often mimic what's deemed as acceptable by their local culture and hide what is not, keeping certain parts of their sexual profile secret. Every tribe has their own rules as to what is considered sexually moral and immoral. There are often in every society controls over a person's sexual self-identification and subsequent behaviors. Whether the rules are ignored, biased, misinformed, enlightened, liberated, and so on is one matter. 
The innate purpose behind these rules, however, is to control the survival and variability and evolution of the gene pool. It is also to have power over what people can do and what they cannot do, socially controlling their choices and values. Despite this attempt at control, there will always be unknown variables in sexual attraction, reproduction, mating, and future evolution. Robert Anton Wilson said, Taboo and morality are tribal attempts to govern the random element to select the desired future. Those who act as guides and leaders in the local group, such as priests and shamans, philosophers and politicians, define what symbols are considered to be acceptable and what symbols are not. From categorizing certain symbols as acceptable, moral, and right, those in power control the limits of information. Ideas seen as immoral, unacceptable, eccentric, and so on are repressed, blocked, and forbidden. The socio-sexual circuit keeps a check on the time-binding rational third circuit to prevent the unrestrained rise of innovation and to keep order. Children are often taught to follow the rules of society. They are not commonly taught to question, to criticize authority, and to become independent in thought. Tribal guides, from parents and teachers to priests and police, desire for children to think and act semi-robotically, mimicking group values, following the traditions of the past, so they can be accepted into preferred roles in their group. Most people are programmed to be just smart enough to do their roles properly, but not smart enough to question the roles they are placed under. They are trained to follow certain unspoken rules within their groups of gender, class, race, age, and so on, and not to question them much. They will vote for leaders who appeal to their primitive circuits, such as politicians claiming to be patriots, denouncing all outsiders that threaten their traditional values. To stir up fear in the masses based on outside threats, to speak eloquently of change and hope is a way to manipulate the human need for security and fear of losing it to the unknown. Groups often use tactics to re-imprint individual nervous systems. Many cults, governments, militaries, religions, and terrorist groups who've effectively re-imprinted or brainwashed those initially outside the group's used methods of isolation from conflicting reality tunnels, punishment for unacceptable behavior with rewards for acceptable behavior, reinforcement of group superiority over individual inferiority, mind-altering drugs on occasion, initiations into status in the group with fear of the unknown or outside perspectives, along with comfort in the group or the protective mother-father figure and so on. As Wilson said, the easiest way to get brainwashed is to be born. All of the above principles then immediately go into action, a process which social psychologists euphemistically call socialization. The bio-survival circuit automatically hooks onto or bonds to the most appropriate mother or mothering object. The emotional territorial circuit looks for a role or ego identification in the family or tribe. The semantic circuit learns to imitate and then use the local reality grids or symbol systems. The socio-sexual circuit is imprinted by whatever mating experiences are initially available at pu puberty. Domesticated primates 
or humans, have nervous systems that can adapt to widely different reality tunnels. Whereas in the past, groups could exist separately from other groups and maintain their sense of stable reality, in modern times in an ever-connected world, groups bump into each other constantly, clashing with each other over what reality or their preferred symbol system is. The symbol system that they hold to be true and logical to other groups is false and nonsensical. Furthermore, they confuse the symbol system, or map of reality, with the reality itself. To dogmatic believers inside the group, their reality is the only true reality and everyone else who opposes them is deluded, immoral, or heretical. In present times, to come into contact with so many different reality tunnels is to be challenged with threats to group identity. The more dogmatic, dogmatic the group, the more dangerous the outsiders are or can be. Beyond the first four circuits of the nervous system is the neurosomatic circuit. Pranayama breathing, meditation, visualization of white light, prolonged sexual play without orgasm, psychedelic and cannabis consumption, among other techniques, trigger highly pleasant or unpleasant sensory states depending on whether those who do these practices are experienced or unprepared amateurs. Many yogis, gurus, mystics, and heretics have described the circuit as orgasmic experience, union with all, God, the infinite, the divine, crossing the abyss, and so on. Some enter this state through terrible internal struggle, while others seem to naturally flow there without suffering. The fifth circuit is intuitive and nonlinear, whereas the third circuit, hyperthinking rationalist, builds linear maps of reality, and the second circuit, alpha male, acts based on who is dominant in the social hierarchy. The fifth circuit, mystic, senses the gestalt, the organic whole between data points and infinity. The neurogenetic circuit goes beyond all previous circuits. It is the circuit of genetic memory, of the unconscious that is collective, of the Tao, of non-duality. Coincidences are significant, and paradoxes are solved with wordless understanding. There is no true distinction between what exists out there and what exists within. In this circuit, all of infinity fits into a flicker of sunlight. All of the cosmos, from quarks to planets from the Big Bang to a sigh in the present moment, is interconnected, mutually rising and falling, becoming and not becoming. Life and death intertwine like the root systems of expanding trees. The mind becomes fo what it focuses on. A mind that thinks about thinking is meta-thinking. To think about thinking about thinking ad infinitum is to reflect life like a mirror without changing, without clinging onto the changing experiences, to be totally absorbed in an idea, a feeling, a moment, without any mental separation. This is to use the meta-programming circuit. This seventh circuit can program all lower circuits and switch between them like the channels of a TV. Similar to non-action in Taoism, the metaprogrammer adapts to what it engages but does not hold on. The human brain may be psychically small compared to the universe, but within the brain all of the universe hums. 
As the mind encounters certain reality tunnels, the mind can be those reality tunnels, while knowing of ever more. The neurological system takes in a limited number of existential information or a limited number of data points out of the infinity of the universe. The nervous system creates models of reality from changing data, editing, recombining, classifying, removing, and adding information mostly without conscious awareness. So many thoughts, feelings, perceptions, and sensations are experienced every millisecond. Most of people's lives are forgotten rejected from their belief systems, reclassified to fit into the relative models of reality from what happened, ignored totally, and so on. Usually only fragments of experiences are selected before they are analyzed, edited, classified, judged, and rationalized. Humans then narrow their perceptions further through filtering themselves in different simple systems of race, class, gender, politics, religion, height, fitness, personal hobbies, sexuality, ad infinitum, creating reality tunnels for themselves. Domesticated primates are a lot more creative than they realize. They are the artists of their own existence, capable of, but not always aware of, neurologically programming their relationship with the universe. All human systems have degrees of order and chaos within them. As this balance shifts, so does the system and those who are embedded in it. The more complex the system becomes informationally, the more unstable it will become as well. Moreover, with information increasing exponentially, there will be major transformations in the system, radically changing the realities of future people, sometimes intentionally, most often not. Look at the difference in perception between a hunter-gatherer and an industrialist, an astrologer in ancient Egypt and a quantum physicist in the 20th century a factory worker in 1890, and a computer software engineer in 2012. The breakdown of an old system could be the sign of a breakthrough into another model of reality, another visionary step, another way of seeing. From death comes life again. In all of life, however, there is still an element of death. Like a caterpillar bursting through the rigid hold of its cocoon, and then flapping out its bright wings only for a moment, for only a brief span of time before it too returns back to the earth. Systems are not isolated information organisms, destined to evolve or self-destruct alone. They are interconnected with the energies of other systems and gleam with promise like the beads of Indra's net. As entropy is a measure of the increasing disorder in a closed system, there is still a quantum probability of energy underlying the fabric of every event non-locally. As information increases in an uncertain but prob probabilistic state of coherence to chaos, order to disorder, systems change and neurological realities will adapt within until there is another transformation in future consciousness.